1: It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy
3: and the money, money. baby. What much for you can
2: to And his partner, Felix Happen, Stevenson.
3: To Mick Echo City, to Beeve Community Centre. I've got stories that are going to blow your mind.
1: Hello, and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is. The mighty, mighty Rab Florence, and I'm joined, of course, by of course, by the mighty, mighty Grado. I was for a minute there going to say the shitey, shitey Grado, <laughs> but then I do too much affection for you. I didn't want to even make a joke. Thanks, bro. Mighty, mighty
3: Gredo. Uh, How are you doing, Grado? I'm WrestleMania, WrestleMania just passed. Woo! There you go. Woo-hoo, WrestleMania <laughs> fever. Whoa, whoa watched about 75% of it, Rab, if I'm being honest. i never watched it all. Can kind I of fell asleep, babe,
1: next. 75%, so you only watched 14 hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your first joke of the you day, guys. Man. So, uh, I mean, how do we do this? Because obviously we've got a lot to get through. We've got the buries and put-downs. I think we should maybe save WrestleMania chat for the buries and put-downs. How do you feel about that?
3: Ah, you're right. Then
1: what else should you been up to then? Uh, nothing much. I've mean, been uh, doing a bit of prep for my sitcom. Did a read-through the sitcom and stuff like that. we am be filming next month. Uh, hopefully, name our variants. Name, hopefully, uh, name our Brazilian variants. Only Brazilian uh, variant I want involved in uh, the film sitcom is my own Brazilian wax. Uh, that I get well,
3: done. Well, just to let you know, I just had a wee text for Sky News telling me there's a South African one, so don't be counting your chickens. South in
1: African that. one is on the way. Bring them all on. I've been vaccinated. I'm ready Said to take all the variants on. I'll take them on.
3: I'm filming yeah. next month on all the two doors down. How, how funny?
1: Oh. Beefies could
3: be at the same time. I don't know. Are you... if it's...
1: Where are you filming?
3: Yeah, Dumbarton, I think. Oh no, is it Dumbarton? How are you filming? Are you laughing at Dumbarton, man.
1: We'll be filming. Uh, we are going up, we'll be filming in Mary Hill, mate. So, uh, so it's all glamour. It's all the glamour. Where are you filming? I think you would say the white Tom Cruise Not it? There's a chat with his pals. Where are you filming Dumbarton, eh? <laughs> I'm Mary Hill. I'm filming Mission Point. <laughs> Mary Hill. It's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs>
3: embarrassing.
1: Oh, uh, you so is that where Two Doors Down happens in the River City kind of studios?
3: Hi, it's um. I think they still game log get filmed there as well. Is it not that kind of same lot? Is it not that type of same studio? But they kind of so. convert into a big house and stuff like that. I know that the first week we always do the exterior shots. So we it was originally a house in Bishop Briggs, and then it get moved to a house Scheme in Hamilton because. What's you, the, you what's know, the, what's
1: the, sorry, what's the full address? Just in case any <laughs> else want to come down and. Um, I don't
3: know it's somewhere in Hamlin I'm in a big black toot Not when I get down in there I don't look
1: but you wouldn't mind wouldn't you know if the, some of the punters turned up no, well, I'd love to it say because... hello to you and Johnny Watson and that All mm-hmm. right
3: with it. Well, I, that's why I, that, you're right I'd love that because you know I'd put myself over a bit but, oh you know man there's the fans out there <laughs> you know what I mean? oh hold on man and they're listening and so if you do come to the set ask for a person called oh what's her name again to remember one of the directors. Blame C. Smith? No, no hard. I mean one of the one of the strobs. Um guess
1: the strobs. Say it, man. I might say it as well.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of the strobs. I'll, I'll find out what, closer to the show I'll tell you the name of one of the strobs. And if he's a listening troops, tell this strob, can Gredo come out for a photo And what just keep it up. so then it looks good if I'm sitting amongst the Lane C Johnny Watson and all that. And then right, that's a good take. Gado, would you mind getting there and seeing your fan base? Then I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. I'm going to be left alone. I'll be back in two minutes. Johnny, I can't talk, mate. Selfies.
1: Aye, aye. So, Gredo, tell the punters what happens when you're filming and it starts raining.
3: Well, you just, what do you mean? If it's outside? Aye. Well, it stops. Does
1: it not stop? No, if it starts, if it's a wee bit of rain, it doesn't stop. And you're standing there outside, what happens?
3: (laughs) You get all right. This is what happens, right? I know exactly what you mean. Somebody comes up with an umbrella and puts it over your head. Somebody you runs over an umbrella, and you, and and you don't beside need you with an umbrella, again. and you don't need to hold it up. You just stand there and you just take ah. it.
1: And if you suggest you're going to take the umbrella, they go, "Ah, like, oh, no, no, no."
3: Nah, they go, go i getting bother." And you're standing there and you're mortified. But then you kind of, then you kind of grow to like it. Then you expect it, didn't you? Then you expect it. You expect it. you expect it. You're like, where's well, umbrella." And and so that's like you know. And I remember like, I remember my mom and father coming to see me in Scotts God once, and I was praying for it to rain just so that they could see somebody put but, an umbrella um, underneath me to go look you know at me, me Look so what I've angry.
1: done. You know what makes me so angry, grado It's when, like, ten minutes passes and nobody asks me if I want a bottle of water. <laughs> it drives me <laughs> insane, mate, <laughs> when I'm Can, a can I tell
3: you a wee, can I tell you a quick story about somebody right on, Two those down, right? It's just like we quick one, right? But it was my very first day on the job, right? And this actress who will remain nameless, right? Who's an actress? No, it's not I can tell you the note it's no Smith, right. right? Okay. <clears throat> and I went into the makeup truck and I sat down and she went, Oh, who are you? I'm sort of Gredo. She went, Well, just let me give you a bit of advice, son. You should be happy you've got this job. You don't realise how big a job this is. Do you know how many people don't make it. There's only two percent. Only two percent of people that get into the acting actually make something of it. This is your big chance. And you remember, if you do well on this, you remember everybody in the way up. You treat them with respect. Everybody in the set, you treat them with respect, you treat them with dignity, you treat them how you do, treat everybody else. And like you kind know, of she went on and on and on telling me about how I'm lucky and there's only two percent and all this, and how you yeah, everybody with it.
1: respect, You know that she was saying. Definitely <laughs> wasn't C Smith. <laughs>
3: right. and, then, and then so we are talking and talking and talking and then see honestly about ten minutes later, somebody came in and went, Oh, there's your tea. She went, Ask for that tea half an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is it to me now. And I turned around and I went, I go, see you. I goes, Did you know that only two percent are Beautiful. Beautiful. And since then the makeup artists absolutely love me.
1: It's brilliant in the morning, isn't it? When they uh, when they go, like, you want a wee roll sausage or something? Care mm-hmm. okay
3: for you while you're sitting there on the makeup, isn't it? It's funny, man, because like the first couple of times you had done Scott Squad, it was just like, I'll just take a roll and slice. The attack is going. No, it's all right. You're fucking desperate for a tart is going, but you just want to, you know what I mean? All but right. then when you get that comfortable with years, I'm like that. full English, mate. I want everything: mushrooms, beans, hash browns, the full lot.
1: You keep it coming.
3: Keep it coming.
1: Keep it coming, mate, or you're out of a job. You know, only 2% <laughs> of people become runners because I get them all fucking fired because they don't hold an umbrella on my head fast enough.
0: Am I, am I missing a shot? That's what I should be doing before the, you get ready for this show, boys. You know, like, mm. getting stuff sent over and all
1: that sort of thing. Ah, a right. sausage. You know? Right, anyway, sorry. So, welcome to wrestling dafts. No TV daft. It's no, I mean, we're talking about stuff that nobody out there is ever going to experience. We don't want to be doing that, do we? talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, you're he was a night? night. Uh, thanks to our boy Billy, who's come across a video of Americans reading out one of those tweets. Mama has been away on holiday for a day, and the Doug is
0: running a boot covered in curry sauce. Mama has been away on holiday for a day, and the dog is
2: running a covered in uh, curry
3: sauce. Fucking what? hell! How that's weird funny is funny. that? That was, I mean, that tweet was years and years ago. That's a, that's mental. What was that part? I had the power or something. I don't know. I don't know Aye. where it's come from. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, that just, my dog, guy it was my golden. It must have been 2012 because Molly died 2013. Mm. Anyway.
1: Thanks for ruining the buzz of that bit.
3: <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. She's at Rainbow Bridge.
1: It's true. She's at Rainbow Bridge. Uh, after all the controversy over the wrestlers' use of cameo, uh, WWE were on it for WrestleMania weekend and somebody paid $500 for this.
0: Hi, right, listen, My favorite WrestleMania moment was WrestleMania One, when the bell rang,
2: because that marked the beginning of greatness.
3: <laughs> Five hundred dollars for that, man! Oh, that's horrific. Surely there's been a there's been a miscommunication there, man. Come on.
1: Stephen has been in touch as a memory suddenly came him the other day.
0: Hmm.
1: He said that he's got some blurry memories of Gredo and Jack Jester in a bar in Glasgow. Oh dear. You want me to keep reading, Gredo?
3: Right, okay.
1: He's no name in the bar to save you any hassle. Oh wow, dear. Does he take much question? Oh, Stoning on the bar, pouring aftershock into everybody's mouths. It's the box. Yep. <laughs> I feel there's some pictures somewhere. It was after an ICW night at the Hydro. I went back to my hotel and got sacked the next day for no turning <laughs> up to work. Definitely worth it though.
3: Oh, come on, have you not done a night at the box? I'm sure you have, have you I've not? I've
1: been there, I have, I've seen that and carry on happening.
3: Had, mate, it always starts off like, you know, I'm just going to have a couple of drinks, I'm going to stick to doing the DJing, right? But once it kicks off, man, that's what you do. You saw that coyote ugly part of man's stunning and tapping top of the bar and uh, crowd surfing and stuff like that, man, I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, Max has got a request. Please can you get Grey today the impression of the fella with a mate called Graham on the Isle of
3: Man again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it, Gredo? Can I ask you, you Can I ask you what your real name is? Um, it's Gideon. Graham? <laughs> well, I've got a thing for the old man called Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and another request. And this week
1: is another sing for Gredo. A wee bit of singing. Yeah, King Cairns asked, or King Kairns, asking Gredo sing Jeff Hardy's theme for TNA when he was at his tits. And so it's called Another Me, I believe. It was a banger. You remember Sorry. this one, Gredo? Uh, they, uh, I know no many, no many people remember this, there's no many people watched TNA, but do you remember, Gredo, what it was?
3: It's kind of like that, isn't it? Give me a it. Another me is what they will never be. Something like that, is it? No, something like that. Does it go like
1: that? Oh, I don't know it.
3: Another me is that you to be. I'm sure it's like that. I'm just like that. Was Jeff Hardy singing at his cell? Oh, I man, they're all rotten not there. Every single one of them, man. But that's what you man. When I was backstage with Jeff Hardy, I would, I would, I would um, shine them up and go, you "Any new Any new tunes? Oh yeah, you want to hear some? Oh fucking barin. We well, just recorded that other day, and it was fucking. It was like a cat getting buffed a fucking tractor. It was horrific, but <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you know that way I'm going. That's tremendous. Can you send me that? Aye, aye, aye.
1: aye. Um, If you want to get in touch with us about any of that stuff, because we want to go into the WrestleMania chat, just contact even some random wrestling related stuff, or even just some random stuff. Why don't you tell us about the time you filmed a TV show and how they treated you on set? (laughs) Uh, Contact us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com.
3: I'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast, they already know about ExpressVPN. How could you know? Because, listen, we talk about them all the time on this show. And I can't stress enough the importance of protecting your online activity for those big bad, big techs. They track, they spy, and they're taking money off you. They profit off you. But there's actually another reason why many of the listeners love ExpressVPN, and it's Netflix. Because, listen to this, thousands of shows on Netflix, are only available outside of the UK so what you need to do is you need to change your country if you want to access them, because what the app does, ExpressVPN, it encrypts your data, then it reroutes it through a server location, so you can put any country you want, and it not only protects your data, but it lets you control which country you want if Netflix to think you're in. So then you can choose 90 different countries every time you run out of stuff to watch for one country. So you're you're watching a wee bit of church in Japan, and then you maybe want to watch the latest uh, series of Prison Break in mexico you can do that you just fire up the app get it on your laptop your smart tv switch your country and and all you're doing is basically hit connect once you refresh your page you'll get a brand new selection of shows and it's that easy here's the best part it's not just netflix you can use expressvpn to unlock shows or other sports on any other streaming services too. and if you're into the peacock 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 it's free and it's only available in the u.s so what you do is, if you want to watch the WWE and all that, what you do if you're not get the network, you change to your USA and you can get all the stuff on there. But I don't, caught, they're still updating the WWE stuff. So, Aye. there is a reason why ExpressVPN is the number one rated uh, VPN provided by publishers like Wired, CNET, and most importantly, Marcel. So, be smart, guys. Protect your data. Stop paying the full price for streaming services, and you're only getting access to a fraction of the content because if you get to ExpressVPN.com/wrestling. Go on there right now, slash wrestling. Get three extra months in our service for free. That is EXPREWSVPN.com, slash wrestling, expressvpn.com, slash wrestling. Fin out, Mayor, and help the show catches.
1: Every week, we like to separate the good from the bad, the every other gimmick in the history of wrestling for the fiend. Uh, it's time we talk about. Burying and putting over. What are we burying and what are we putting over? Is there anything you want to bury? Let's talk about WrestleMania, Cradle.
3: Hey. Right. Reason the drug it bit. Finish was shape. Then I like that. Watch seventy five percent of WrestleMania. I think I've said that. Um, burying that there was no there was no star att- I know there was no star attraction. But I don't mean to sound pathetic, and I've said this already. But it was like the Saturday, Sunday, I'm getting myself G'd up and I'm going, Christ, there's no Undertaker, there's no Rick, well, I don't want to see Rick Flair anymore. You know, there's no Triple H, there's no Batista, there's no kind of ones that take you back. And it would be interesting to see them when you kind in your troops. It was all just, it didn't feel like a WrestleMania card looking at it. I'm going, nothing out there, nothing apart for Big Drew is, is really, I mean, AJ Styles and a, a random tag bout. To me, who doesn't watch the product, I'm going like that. What's the crack here? Come on. There's AJ Styles there, but he's not. Do you know what I mean? It was it just looked very frustrating. However, I thought the actual wrestling, the, the matches were good. For what I saw, I enjoyed the Fiend, the Fiend and Randy Orton. I enjoyed the Matt Riddle match with Sheamus. I enjoyed Cesaro match. Uh, I enjoyed the, the main event the second night. I'm sorry, I never saw the main event in the first night, and I feel terrible because everybody said it was the, the best match, uh, at the two weekends. Uh, sorry, the two the, the two shows. Um, but and I and, and I loved the I love the feeling that the, I loved feeling anxious watching night one because I was just thinking what the fuck is going on here? You know, you have got Michael Cole and Samojo stunning and Akagoo and all that, right? And right. you're just like, what is happening? Like something's not right. And the backstage interviews are they're, they're shooting stuff in a fly. Some of it's good, some 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 of it's cringy, and you feel bad for them because it's obviously. I mean. You're watching the stuff with Big Drew and uh, Lashley, and you're like, wow, man, they have they've probably were like two or three minutes they'd gone out, and then they need to focus their brain on doing something else to G up just randomly. It was it, You were just watching it, and even at the start of the first match, I'm going, something's going to go wrong. It was a horrible feeling. I felt you could see that the rain was getting into the ring, and I'm going, fuck, when they're going up to the top the top rope, I'm going, that rope's sliding. It just, it just felt like everything was, oh, something's going to go wrong here. Did you get that feeling?
1: I got a feeling it was a worst WrestleMania in year. As a feeling, I go, I don't know what everybody's talking about. Gradle, I've seen a lot of people saying that they really enjoyed it. I think people have just missed seeing crowds there. That was, you know, that was on the level of like a sexual raw to me. Uh, that was a that was a disaster at WrestleMania. I knew there were good points. There were good points. And I'll talk about the good points later when I'm doing a list of like my three favourite matches or whatever, right? But let
3: me ask you this, Rob. I'm cutting you off, right? But how shite was that cold open push for a WrestleMania?
1: Fucking terrible. It for one horrific, thing, they did it last year. It? For one thing, they did it last year the same thing, and then they went, "We'll just do it again." It was rotten last year, and it was rotten this year on night one. It was rotten on night two again.
3: The eagle. It was the eagle. I want to see the eagle, and I want to see. Well, it's see disappointing
1: the... for more people than than that. You know, some people are more disappointed than others in the eagle. But it was just, a, it was, it was just. It felt Right, I'm going to talk about the fiend. I can't hold back any longer, boys. This, this gimmick, right? This storyline is a fucking disaster, right? No, I am so sour on this storyline. And I am so sour on that character that I would genuinely... If I, would, if I walked into WWE tomorrow and was haunted the reins, he'd be fucking oop. Bray Wyatt would be oop. And I think he's a talented guy, but that's how fucking far gone this and how bad this is. I'd be like, just fucking... I wish you well in your future endeavours, mate. Fuck off.
3: No, I don't see that.
1: Mate, genuinely. Genuinely, no, because no. let me tell you something. There, there is... There is a perception out there that that he himself is responsible for for some of these storylines. The, the aspects of the work he is called a creative genius, and that he's like coming up with this stuff, right? And I've no doubt this is a. You can see this guy when he cuts his promos and when he does his performance stuff. He's a talented guy, right? He's a talented guy, right? First things first. I have yet to fucking see a great Bray Wyatt match. I've yet to see it. I saw it. To be fair, when he had the tag matches with against the Shield with the Wyatt family right? Worked beautifully there by see. and solo. There hasn't been one good fiend
3: match. Name me a good fiend match. One. Uh, Name me I, I, one fucking good fiend match. No, I know what you mean. I think, I don't know, I was looking at it as, no, I've no, I've no watched all this, the red light stuff. I've no seen all this stuff. I've seen wee bits and bobs because you've buried it so much that I go into it and go, I need to see this. I go, oh, that was a lot of shit. But I've never sat through it and I just thought, I watched it and I, I just thought right, I put myself as a, as I went I'd probably like that. I'd like that. What is a
1: storyline in professional wrestling for? What is the point in it? Well, to get to get folk to get folk over in it. I uh, bet to get to get folk over and build towards what what are you building towards? A payoff. A payoff, a match. A, match. a fucking wrestling match, right? So when the, when the development that we get at Wrestlemania no in a row no you're bang on about how, it, how the way it ended at Wrestlemania the development you get is what is oh oh is it oh maybe what's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Alexa Black. what is it what are we what are we like what what, what is what are they selling what are they mm-hmm. selling is us there the, there is nothing there it makes no sense the one thing I was happy about with that match was that Randy Orton got the opportunity to make the fiend look like the fucking joke that is by RKOing him, pinning him and fucking walking out and getting a stink half him. And Randy Orton's probably said in the back, says, let me, I'm, I'm fucking, listen, I'm beating this guy and I'm fucking moving on because I, I have spewed enough black tar. I have <laughs> spewed my last fucking mouthful of black tar. <laughs> Can you imagine them saying to Stone Cold Steve Austin, see for the next six months, you're going to be spewing black tar everywhere. Mm. He'd have been Get the fuck,
3: man. No. For
1: what? So this fucking fat
3: guy can fucking push me about? But you see, I like watching fat guys like him. I think he looks different. It's a different character. You know, I, you're watching guys that are doing the, the shoot fight and we're wearing their soaks. That, I, just, I, I don't like all that. I like a wee bit of Listen, you know I
1: love a big guy.
3: You know I love a Aye, big guy.
1: I know. And, but no know a big guy that never gives you a decent match or never gives you a decent pair? I thought about I, it
3: was all right. I because fucking... it was know, And it wasn't long. It wasn't long. I just... I was... I was... I don't know. It just... I was pulled in with all that shit. I enjoyed it, and the the, the commentaries are pain in the ass. The commentary does nothing. It just it makes it makes it sound after it's all the way through. Michael Cole's fucking rotten. He does and they, They're all rotten. Here's
1: a hang right. Here's the annoying hang about the feet, and this is why I always feel I, I always feel like people say I've been the fiend on this show, right? But I kind of feel like I really don't because I feel for Bray Wyatt because I kind of feel like there's there's a guy in there who probably can have these great matches and probably the, the, the gimmick is somewhere in there, but this isn't it. Mm. There is no way this is it. And and, and the frustrating thing is, is in that match, you had that great visual, I'm coming out the top of the Jack Box, right? You Which, there, by the look, way, I've got
3: to laugh at Michael Cole, Connick said that's an has, but I, I noticed that an not. awe. He's coming out of that box-like structure. It's a fucking box. It's a, a box. Fucking, it's a jack-in-the-box.
1: It's a jack-in-the-box. Jack like, so he comes out of that, and that's a great visual. And at the end of the match, Alexa Bliss there with the black stuff pouring, doing it, is a great visual and all right. But there's no focus on the, the purpose of the fucking wrestling match, the purpose of the wrestling angle, and the purpose of the wrestling storyline, <clears> which <throat> is to sell the next ticket. What are you selling the next ticket for here? Because I'm no buying a ticket to watch a grown woman dancing about like a wheel lassie while a guy in a fucking cartoon mask chases her about. I'm no buying I'm not buying that fucking ticket. Can I I'm, can what? I play
0: devil's advocate, pardon the pun? Um but you talk about storyline rab, right? See what I'm on I'm fucking invested now. I want to see where the fuck it's going next. You know, you talk about so popular On nowhere. listen, I want We've to see. had a year of this. But We've what, had a year yet, it. it's not going anywhere. Where's it going though? Where's it going? Nowhere. It's not going anywhere. We've Wait, had a year. In, we've like right next week to go. Right. Well, why did that happen? What's What's going to happen next with it? And no, a,
1: no. We, we've had a year of the storyline. Nowhere, like we've had a year of this stuff where Alexa Bliss, and where has it went? Nowhere. Where? all it's led to is Randy Orton going? RKO, oh, I'm fucking out of here. That's all that's happened. Mm-hmm. And it's a problem that Bray Wyatt has because the same problem that Bray Wyatt had before he put the Fiend mask on was he would cut, come out and he would cut these big cryptic promos about, oh, something's going to happen and fucking nothing happened. That's true. It never delivers and it never pays off. No. seeing the old, See the old WWE. See back in the day. seeing the Attitude Era, right? Here's what they would have done. See if they could have done the exact same thing, right? They could have had the same thing. The Fiend comes out the jack-in-the-box. Wow, amazing visual. The Fiend goes in the ring with Andy Orton. Oh, here we go. They're finally meeting each other. Alexa Bliss is up on tap there. What is going on? She's got this black stuff coming for her fucking head. What's going on here? But the next thing that would have happened in the old WWF is some fucking seven-fit, big fucking monster guy would have marched into that ring and not fuck out the Fiend. That's what would have happened. And you'd have went, who's that guy? Uh When was the last time the WWF just out of nowhere Brought in some big fucking guy and everybody was like, we don't know who this is. He's not came up through NXT and went, oh, thanks so much for letting me be a wrestler. Oh, cuddle Triple H. When was the last time they brought in a big fucking monster and just dropped him into a storyline? And that's what that needs.
0: They did it at
3: WrestleMania. the, the, the Apollo Crews match. I, uh, but even that wound me up, John. Oh, but- that big geezer, because I know it's all about repackaging and stuff like that, but this was clearly the guy that was fighting in the bare-knuckle, bare-bun ah, yeah, fucking yeah. matches. You what I, mean, I know that guy. Bro. Listen,
1: the point is, when Kane turned up in that match, you were going, I can't wait to see Undertaker fighting this guy, right? Hmm. When fucking Undertaker was doing all his mad Ministry of Darkness stuff and crucifying Stone Cold and kidnapping Stephanie McMahon and all that, you were going, I can't wait until Stone Cold gets his horns on him. What are we waiting for here? Because hmm. I, you know, all I'm waiting for really is Alexa Blisti. I don't know, what am I waiting for? Maybe Alexa, or all the Fiend fans will have. Well, oh, I think uh, Alexa Bliss must be possessed by the spirit. as uh, sister, a uh, Abigail, and I think that maybe. Bro, said, I'm like, fucking going, fuck off, man! It, it just completely does my boxing. And Tell us it, how you really feel. Right it, up, t- is, it, uh, it says something about how great Randy Orton is that he can survive that. That he can, can, that he can spend months right in that fucking circus of shit, and still come out and move on to something else. You know what I mean? It says something about that guy because that character, the Fiend, is a disaster. Get fucking rid of it. Get rid of it. And the fact they put the red light back on again, nobody could see properly. uh, Get rid of it. I'm burying that. Let's see what your punters are saying. Boy Day 72 wants to put her old Shane taking a Jeff Hardy off a cage. And he's, what he's one of a very bad bunny. He's not interested in that. Henderson Experience wants to put her. The whole thing never, never, never felt like it dragged. Main main events proved exactly why there were main events, and he wants to bury the red light bulb. And the finish was woeful. He says that the Fiend the visual of Bliss was great. Agreed. But overall, a terrible white end of feud. Terrible. Every feud that the Fiend has ends terribly. Karate Warrior Two boys. I know there's going to be a bury put over for this week. So I'm going to bury this. Brian Alvarez talking absolute shite and bury you guys for not having his review of the epic Grado Abyss Monsters Ball match yet. Yeah. Thanks, week next week. No, Steve, no, next week. <laughs> week after. Steve Stoner says wants to bury Titus to I mean, stone there on his industry's biggest platform in front of the world like a straw while a known racist calls him brother and uses a black man's spotless character to rehabilitate his own public image and reanimate his crusty career. Sorry the whole Titus.
3: Hogan stuff and Titus was very uncomfortable. First you've got Hogan with his fucking house show bandana for the red and white the red and yellow and Titus coming out jumping about and Way, hey come on as if he's in one of on the camp shows at Butlins to absolute crickets and then the two of them trying to remember the lines and waiting and Hogan and I actually think when the music hit at the end of the promo you could see Hogan turning around to Titus going I'm sorry mate <laughs> I mean it was pure. You can see it was so horrible. And then the second night they're dressed up as pirates and fucking Hogan's he's fucking he's Nike Air Max's own, do you know what I mean? He's just fucking it just looks so forced and it just it's Hogan now as becoming that when we, when that's it, mate, will never when that music hits, it's not gonna mean it anymore. It's,
1: Vince McMahon obviously has a loyalty to Hulk Hogan, but the best thing that he could do with that loyalty is shuffle that guy away into the fucking wings and don't bring him back out.
3: Cause what is that going to do? What, what, what? Who was? He got booed at the fucking. Oh, I mate, there was a fucking horror. It was a horrible reception, and it just, it just felt uncomfortable. He looked uncomfortable. Titus looked uncomfortable. It done nothing, and there was there was nothing there. It just felt, and it wasn't it's shameful.
1: Funny. They get, listen, Steve Stoner's right. He should have listener of the week for this because there won't be a better, a better of input than this. It's shameful, shameful, putting Hulk Hogan out there stoning <laughs> beside that guy
3: that's out. what I'm saying the fucking WWE have made neck and a bag of giraffes when it comes to stuff like that they will they, they, they will pop it's, there's no way they've no thought about all the stuff that's happened with Hogan and Titus being the, the, the great guy he is put them the two together and expect to think we're daft Do you know well, this I mean? is exa- well this is exactly
1: it the, the sense that I got for this Wrestlemania was the WWE think we are fucking stupid stupid yeah, you right. know, there was a lot of these, there was a lot of this in this WrestleMania where it was like WWE think we are fucking daft. Like they we Bailey moments and stuff like that, where you're kind of like, Yeah, we are fu- are we seven years old? Like, mm-hmm. what is this? This is me. This is a woman that fucking carried the WWE to a great extent over this closed door period, and this is what you're
3: gaining of this ridiculous crap. He's- I tell you what, I'm I'm I am i i i am just feeling in case nobody brings it up, but you know that way I'm watching and I'm thinking at the start with Drew and Lashley, I just felt to myself. Fucking hell, man. God has scored it in for Drew. I just felt that, like, with the whole shenanigans at the start and everything was forced, nothing went to plan. Because I know he'd, you remember last week, I got? was it on I show I called that that would that they, they would open? And I thought it would be, you know, the, Drew would be the first guy, and Evan would be like first in the bump, but it was nothing like that. See all that shit. We were, you said we are going to talk about it. All this shit about all the wrestlers at the top of the ramp, stunning and clapping horns. Roman Reigns stunning in his suit. I mean, who cares? Just get into it. Get into it. And it, and then why? Right, right, listen, go, Gredo, you're spot on. Why are all these faces and heels stunning together at the start? You know, fucking WrestleMania and, suits and all that. And at the start of WrestleMania. of WrestleMania. We don't even need to see Vince, man. We don't even the Nicky Man stunning there. We might see wrestling.
1: We've seen a full See, when I'm, I'm all out there, they should have put up on the screen behind them on a the big fucking giant screen, wrestling's kid on. They might have just put up behind them. You uh, know what I mean? Because right. they're about to go, you're going to see all these people tell tell each other's kids off in a minute. But first, we're uh, going to be out here in fucking Greek looking at you. I
3: had, I had people, because we had Drew on my radio show last week, I had a group for non wrestling fans that went, right, we're going to watch WrestleMania. And they all stayed up for it, mate. I was mortified. No, just, with, it was like, I, I had G'd this up about how much of a spectacle it is with the fireworks and the singing. And obviously it all went tits up and they're standing there with their fucking ponchos on and stuff like that. But even, they're watching the drought and they, they enjoyed the match. But it's funny because like on the Friday, they were going like that to me. They were going, right, we're going to put stuff on the radio on a Monday to go to, to, to pick up the interview that's on Facebook. Will we win? I'm going, he win. I was going, to you sure? I'm giving it, listen, mate. I'm a wrestler, hey, Listen, listen. Uh, <laughs> Drew Drew McIntyre's winning this. So they were getting the new WWE champion, of the kind of voiceover oh, stuff. I'm like, listen to it. So they watched it and fucking, I see when they never won. They were gonna going to have fun that. us. you fucking oldies, he would have won. This is shite wrestling's push. <laughs> Unbelievable. But uh, I, Look, what did, what did you make of Drew, Drew Logan over? I know they've, they've, they've pushed him for the last year, but. It was a terrible decision. Well, what listen, I, I, don't, and...
1: I don't buy Bobby Lashley as the world champ. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, I don't fucking...
0: He's fucking mad. I thought you would. The one I don't buy him, buy him as the world. Listen, buy it would be Europe because he's fucking massive. He's a fucking wrestler. That boy. What listen,
1: a... Roman Reigns, right, is massive, and you buy it, and he's a hard man, and he's a wrestler. Bobby Lashley, and I've felt this for years. I just don't. I know. He's strong and I know he looks good and he has a good look and all of that, but I just kind of feel like whenever I watch a Bobby Lashley match, I don't fucking buy it. I don't believe it. It's just it's really? just something there. You know, and the guy has... wasn't he that long ago. The guy was like in terrible angles with Lana and fucking Rusev and was a joke. You know what I mean? It's it's they've no done the work. They've no done the work. And I know the hot business has been good and has been successful, but that should have been Drew. And I'm all just saying this as a Scottish guy,
3: that, Drew should have got his fucking reward. Yeah.
1: Well, it'll still come. It'll still
3: come. It'll but go. it's, it's you know, the moment's lost. You think? The moment's lost, but the moment was lost as soon as WrestleMania started. It wasn't in a way that I envisioned it. You're going, right, when a crowd comes back and Drew comes out, it's going to be, they never they never built it around Drew. It should have been built, like, right, you know, open the show and the open is about how Drew chased his dream and they won it in a fucking, in a, in a garage. And it should have been that now, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre is coming and there's going to be a crowd and it should have been built around that. So that there was a just, moment when he came out. But there was also he, just for me, just a sense
1: that this was a kind of a non-event anyway. It's, it's what you say, Grado, about looking at the Card and going, is this really the Card? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the reward for Drew really should have been walking out at the start of that match, uh, going into the ring facing a fucking Brock Lesnar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Vince, Vince should have opened up his pocketbook, hide Brock Lesnar the money, and go them in there because that's the one that the live crowd should have got to see first because that was the kind of storyline they missed out on. Mm-hmm. That was what they get
3: stolen after, was that drone Brock thing.
0: But
1: that's that what argument, they should have got
3: delivered on that night. There is that argument now, Rab, and you hear it on other podcasts now, that they don't need to rely on stuff like that anyway. That's what made me that's what got me think about this whole Peacock thing. They, they, they never, they never advertise. They never booked a. They never booked a rock. They never booked Stone Cold. They never booked Triple H because now they don't need to because buys don't really matter to them now. Didn't they know? It's all Peacock. It's all they want. All so there's any, they're no. They're not. trying to sell shows. They're not trying to sell tickets. Not sell. They're just putting it together and putting it out because they don't need to rely on it anymore. Who cares? They've got their deal. The money's there.
1: Mark wants to put our Mandy Rose deck net. <laughs> her, what are you doing? and he wants to bury Grado
3: Rifton on last week's podcast and gain up the book <laughs> sorry man I can't, I, I can't have done it earlier on no, sorry but that I, I, I hate when folk do that in podcast sorry sorry.
1: Ian Drew Dice Clay who is my favourite wrestling follow yep. on Twitter wants to put over WWE's Kane video at the Hall of Fame and using it at the red by Chevelle which was perfect for a retrospective of the character and he wants to bury the fans in the front row on their phones for yesterday night. first time they've been let out the house in a year and they're glued to Twitter that is that's uh, sad. Probably gl- glued to you on Twitter, mate. Ian Drew <laughs> Dice Clay. <laughs> Bronze Cello wants to put her Craig Anthony versus Daz Black for this week's ICW. The Kez cash in also come back of the year. Margaret getting the phone call to leave the big red light on for the Fiend. Uh, suddenly, her t shirt is back on sale. Uh, her t shirt's gonna be flying out of doors. Thank you. And wants to bury the ending of the Fiend match. I agree with the crowd. Fucking
3: boo. Am I the only one that liked us a
1: wee bit? Of course, her- are. Yeah. Ian Milne says, listen, I mean, it's so annoying, isn't it? Because the entrance was good. The fucking visual at the end was great. But the content was garbage, apart from the fact that Randy Orton just finished the guy. I liked uh, Randy's trunks. Ian Milne, Randy looked great. Ian Milne wants to bury how disappointing the Fiend Orton match was. It was a pile of hot garbage, such a poor opener tonight too. And wants to put out the performance of Bad Bunny. I was so shocked to see how well he actually did. Respect to him and so want to see more of him in the future. Says Ian Chris wants to bury KO and Sammy, Cesaro and Rollins. Can I just say something about? Hold on oh, no, a fucking minute. Yeah, I need to read this. Sorry. Wants to bury KO and Sammy. You just they the shot. Cesaro and Rollins, Biggie and Apollo felt just a wee bit rushed in parts for me. But that would be as negative as the, the other matches you're negative about. KO and Sammy and Cesaro and Rollins, he fucking kidding me on. The, the
3: matches were tremendous. KO and Sammy are you was You're bro- kidding me on. Cesaro and Rollins was good. I, did, I think they rushed. I did not enjoy Big E and Apollo. I'm sorry. No, there wasn't a good one. The, they're one another to start. And, you know, I mean, that's there. The, 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 the kendo sticks are there. And also, their gear was too nice. See, when you're in a wrestling match like that, when you're you're fighting and, with tables and gongs and all that. It, I, I, I get I get distracted with the fucking flashy gear that they wear. It just doesn't look right if you're going to battle out or something like that and a big grudge match. Fucking chill out with the colours.
1: I still can't help but think there was a version of WrestleMania out there where eh, Biggie had won that fucking Royal Rumble and Biggie and Roman Reigns were turning the roof off. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'll come. Ben wants to put all the Fiend's entrance. Seth and Cesaro great match and Bad Bunny. What a match! Wouldn't object to seeing Murphy him.
3: That's what we need. That's what we need, Mary Skinny guys. Well, Sorry, I Gredo you Listen, I, I agree that he done well. You. I only watched a wee bit of it. Right? I only did, but everybody's screaming themselves with these celebrities that come in and, and they spend. Listen, I don't know. I just think it doesn't feel right that he was doing all that. You, want me, you know? I, want me tell you? Do you want me tell you? who think like it looks did. right. Oh, don't get it. Do you want me, do it good. want me tell you who else did quite well
1: yeah. did he Fucking David Arquette. He was doing all David, right. You know, right in the ring back in the day and was respectful everybody, you know that? Mm-hmm. And yet, everybody told him to fuck off, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, Bad Bunny came in and he did day well. Oh, he did well in that match, but now he can fuck off because he's not a wrestler. Fuck off. Yeah. Not bad. Right?
3: <laughs> <You> <laughs> can, I mean? fear, can I feel for you tonight? <laughs> all these people are going like that. Oh, wouldn't mind seeing Bad Bunny again? What? I You don't need to see it again. And by the way, it's because it's- it was stretching. It was stretching fucking the the, the the boundaries. of belief for me that he was going
1: toe to toe with him is, who was just the fucking WWE champion last month. I tell you but what he what- can but he can do de- he can do de- flip. But he done a jump. He done a jump. Fuck off, man! I tell,
3: I tell you what. what- I see
0: when these TV stars get involved in wrestling, you know, like Burniston and still game stars.
3: Listen, <laughs>
0: hey <but> no,
3: <laughs> <laughs> There was a guy, and I can't remember his name, but he was a big NFL player and he wrestled that Bound for Glory a couple of years ago. And he was 10 times better than Bad Bunny, but that will never get recognised because it's TNA. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was fucking superb.
1: The Miz made Bad Bunny look like a fucking million bucks. Out there. The Miz, who people quite regularly shit on on this show when they fucking call in. We, we need conception that that guy is one of the most dependable fucking guys in that business. Right. <sighs> sorry right, Chris right. wants to bury Damien Priest's nine-year-old lassie just back for summer holiday in Mallorca hairstyle Say <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> again do that
3: one again
1: Chris wants to the bury- Angelo. Williams was
3: the guy's name sorry sorry, All right.
1: uh, and Chris wants to put over everything else about that match for the entrance to the end and it was incredible Bad Bunny looked excellent and that shows how superb Miz and Morrison are yes there it is also, bury anybody that buries the fiend in Alexa Bliss. <laughs> shame Randy won, because he is and always has been totally boring and overrated. But it's <laughs> exciting to see what happens next with Bliss and Wyatt. I do so love that woman acting like a seven-year-old girl. <laughs> fucking geezer brick, Chris. Get rid of Randy Orton. Let's see Mary Alexa Bliss skipping about with a wee fucking skirt. Oh, and fuck off. <laughs> fucking had it with a showman. Scott wants to put her Bianca winning the title. <laughs> I won the belt! Ricky! <laughs> I won the <laughs>
0: belt! <bill. laughs> I did it! I did it! Oh, I did it! Fuck
1: off, man. Oh, that was nice. That
0: oh, was nice.
1: I won the belt. when Stone Cold beat fucking Shawn Michaels, he was like, oh, Mike Tyson, I did it! Give
0: me a cuddle, mate. Tyson, I done it. Fucking a brick. You're a wrestler. Rocky cried at the end. Fucking Rocky.
1: Sound like uh, a spot where she guerrilla press Ash up the stairs was dynamite. Listen, I'm no binning her. It was a great match. Um, and, uh, you know, Sasha's brilliant. <sighs> God, right. Jason wants to put her bad bunny actually sell when he sells a wrestler. That Canadian Destroyer was hell of a decent. Listen, Here's a secret about the Canadian Destroyer. Fucking anybody can be a Canadian Destroyer. Anybody. See the guy you're doing it to, he's doing all the fucking work. Big Wrestling's big. kid on
3: you. Fucking strobe. fucking marks. I can vouch for this. As in everybody, it's another guy. It's, it's totally A fucking bunch of idiots. It's the easiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I look shit. Punching on my you. fucking mic here, man, at these fucking assholes. All right. Try it in your bed the day we... Defenders listening, get this shit
1: together, brother. Davey, I'll be brall, and you'll see how good Bad Bunny is. like yeah, goes wait, bouncing in that fucking windy.
3: You like what he's burying, though?
1: But he wants to bury the rest of Mania because it was absolute push. So oh, thank God he's back on side. Drew putting on that sensational performance and being distracted for the L, what was fucking that distraction? It was else, thing. It? thing it? it was the weirdest thing, that distraction. Garbage. Alexa turning on the fiend and setting up a Firefly magic show match. Get the whole thing as far away fuck as possible. Even Vince Russo is getting the angle the side eyes. Hey, right, that's <laughs> enough. I like Cesaro, but a full-time mid-carder should never be put over Seth freaking Rollins. Hold on a minute here. Strowman ripping through the cage was decent. Nah, I like that. bit. But Shane McMahon is about sixty-year-old now, isn't he? And still shuffling about in Jordans like he's eighteen. Thanks for your input, folks. It was a pleasure. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. Come on and get Grado's thoughts on Warhammer Quest, Cursed City. I get Rab's favourite macaroni macchi- cheese recipe. Macaroni cheese. Macachone, on this week, it's, it's the winner of the Patreon WrestleMania quiz. It's Craig Fryer. So we know how he does his macaroni cheese. <laughs> he fries it, doesn't he? Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He fries it. Come on, Craig Fryer. Well, mm. well, well. If it isn't Craig Fryer. You never met Mike
3: Craig Fryer. Hello, Greedo. How are you doing, Craig? Have you never but, met him, Rab? Never met Craig Fryer, no? This guy is the smartest guy. We have a football draft quiz and he wins it every week now. He's getting a bit annoying because he's, he's, he's... I thought I was good at it, but he's better. It's fucking annoying.
1: Who? Right, okay. If you're, do you, you know a lot about football? Who, who was Michael Moles' wife? <laughs> it was he's more? <laughs> I was about to say Mrs Moles. <laughs> Michael Moles' wife's his more.
3: What do you mean?
1: What? That's no, just a fact.
3: She was... I uh, She was... A, she was, a, was she not picking a... Did, did he not got a... She got kind of... like got a tongue-tied
1: here. You got to a tongue-tied Sorry. here because you're going to have to explain this but the next time you meet Walter Smith and Alan McCoy up at some function somewhere or uh, some what, golf thing. What were
3: you doing slagging Theresa Mills in that wrestling podcast pod, to prick?
1: Listen, let me tell you something, right? This is Craig Fry. It's moment. It's not your moment, Greg. All right. You've won the league. What else do you want? <laughs> all right your neck in. Sorry. and don't you ever fucking film a video on your learning again, Craig. right? <laughs> I don't think it's funny. I've seen you in our state. By the way, I've seen you like that. So, okay, we've all
2: been there. We, Craig, have you ever been like that? Absolutely. I, I've got a tale to tell telling football daft about
3: it.
1: Have you? Oh, tell it's it here. Awesome. Why? Why would you save it for football daft? They tell it here.
2: Because it's a feature of football daft.
1: Oh, there we go. Very. Nice. Oh no! Keep over no, the I'll keep. I'll keep it for the one with the male listeners. I'll keep it for that one. I'll keep it. See, so you know, you you know how to work it, did not you? You like your wrestling, Craig?
2: Yeah, yeah. Fan for, for almost thirty years. Thirty years, man. 30 Do you go to wrestling on shows? Hmm. Do you go to the wrestling shows? No. No. Uh, sorry, I, I, I've been. I've seen them once. Um, they performed at our local Highland Games. What did they? Oh,
3: Christ.
2: Uh, Grado, Grado,
3: <laughs>
1: now you've you, you said that you, your man Craig here has been on football daft a few times, right? And he said to me, he, That's what he said before he came on, right? Craig, great. great. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it right out there. He says, This guy just knows everything, he just knows all the stuff. And, and you all you try and catch him out, and he just know how do you know so much stuff, Craig? What's, what's the deal? don't know,
2: there's
1: something right in my head. Have you? Well, it must be something very right in your head if you remember remembering all this stuff. Have you got a uh, photographic never, memory? Have you got I a good memory? Random shit. Good for trivia. Are you good at like pub quizzes? Mm, so so. Mm. Yes, you. He will be good. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> you watch the game shows on the telly and play a line the
2: them? chase every night. You watch a chase every night, yeah. Aye? yeah.
1: Oh man, yeah, I yeah. wish I had like. Some kind of... Quiet. Right, great you chant to Craig just now and I'm going right. to try and find a few trivia questions.
3: Oh, I've already got some. Have you got some? How many teeth does an adult human have? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Craig. Have a go, mate. I don't know, are we talking about Chick Charmley or <laughs> Joe Jordan? A, a random human, mate. Right, hold on, we'll yeah. do another one, we'll do another one. That's maybe... Very odd. Right, goodness. what does DNA stand for? It's very um, odd, by the way, you're right. National Dyslexics Association. With the C- DNA. So that's a beautifully clever
2: answer, that as
1: well.
3: No, so I can't even pronounce it.
1: This is a smart guy. This is a smart guy. Let's, right, so this is interesting because, Craig, no offence to the other listeners of the show, right, but most people that come on the run are, are dafties, right? So it's interesting to have somebody on who's intelligent. What's your take on the, the current wrestling scene as an intelligent guy?
2: Um, I think, it's, I think it's, it's good that there's the competition. You know, you you go in like some of the forums and it's all, you're an AEW mark, you're a a WWE mark. And it's like, just be happy that we've got so many promotions and products that we can enjoy. Um, You know, it's there's that side of things. I think, you know, well, I'm 40, so I mean, there are some things where I'm like, you know, who's this random celebrity? I never heard of Logan Paul or Bad Bunny, but... um, that's okay, but Bad, Bad Bunny John's favorite. John loves Bad Bunny. Oh, I was that was match of the night on Saturday. Um, we all said that in the in the Zoom call, but no, nah, it's 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 an oversaturated product, you know. I think if you go back and look at a a perfect episode of wrestling, you look at the January Fourth Raw, uh, two hours long, Foley win the title. Yeah, just the a right Kelly. Every every um, story every segment had a storyline. Every character had a storyline. It wasn't just like random shit thrown together. Who
1: was the who was a lead writer in that
3: episode? Yo. Yo, bro, bro, the man,
2: the man himself.
1: Exactly. Who John
3: was been talking
1: to? You know, and this is what we've been talking about recently. We've been talking about you know, you think back to these perfect episodes of Monday Night Raw. And mm. It was his stuff, I think. You know what I mean? Um,
2: <laughs> there was a lot of other, there, you know, he needed a filter, but yeah, it was it was good. And it, I mean, I think. A lot of that depends on the direction that Vince wanted to take it because it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Craig, um, what, do, you, what do
1: what do you think of the fact that the very first match started right on uh, WrestleMania? And yeah. I've always Shike. been i aw- I've always been aware of this, right? I've always been aware of this. But regardless of any of the content or anything like that, this thing where they change camera angle at every strike. Wow. Every punch, every strike or whatever. I don't know how they get away with this, because
3: it's it's repulsive to watch. To it's know. fucking, it makes, you, it makes you motion sick. It feels like you're away in a bus. I hate it. It's like watching a Transformers movie. It's like, what the fuck just it's happened dreadful. there? It's dreadful. <laughs> they need to calm down that. Don't get me wrong. I like that big fancy camera they've got for them walking down. See that one where it's like portrait mode on your phone? I like that. I,
2: get a I, like, the, I like the angle they did when uh, Riddle came down the scooter. He was at the top of the ramp and sort of like looked upwards to him, and he just like sailed, sailed past. I, that I see. Nasty. That's
3: fine. That's fine. But it's during a match, man. Why did it? Just stick it to the hard cam and then the, the what did they call yeah. that cam again? The the is it the what do you call him? Is it the crockett cam? They call it in, uh, in ringside. Just leave. They do it not it need. You know the I mean? the, the smoke filled armory
2: is like all your know, classic footage, just
3: the hard cam. It's the best, isn't it? It's like remember, exactly. when we were in the sport, they had fucking GoPros on every layer of the turnbuckle, and it was like, that's too much. And they had one up top. The one up top was good for ladder matches, that's good, but it's too much. The first thing, the thing I would do if I walked in the WWE
1: was, like, was that. Was that? Thing, the first thing I would do when I went in WWE would be to tell them to stop that. That way mm-hmm. they're cutting, the way they're directing the matches, the way they're, they're doing it in the booth, the cutting fee. Cut, constant cutting between all the cameras is just a disgrace to me.
2: You've seen Beyond the Mat, Vince makes movies. Well, I know, I think he's getting carried away, but isn't he? Well, you've got to remember, we're, we as wrestling fans are at the mercy of a 74 year old nutcase.
1: <laughs> Some man, isn't he? It's gonna. Did you enjoy WrestleMania, Craig?
2: Do you know what? I did. Then, so you know, watch the back and listen to. In the show last night and the podcast last night, and you start to think. I almost thought, is it a transitional WrestleMania, you know, like 12 and 13 were? Where you know, I've said for years that WrestleMania basically became Slamboree, like the original Slamborees, when they brought back like the legends, and they've had such an over reliance on legends and part timers that there wasn't any, with the exception of Shane. Um, oh. whereas in 12 and 13, they saw, there wasn't any celebrities on it, so they're. They are building their own stars, and it's it's encouraging because you you start to think now that Lashley, Reigns, Orton, real deal don't need any don't need to bring in a fifty year old for two million bucks to mm-hmm. you know, sell tickets.
3: I, I, I but it's like it's when when I come home with John right away. How do you enjoy me The first thing that I was and I even say that the show last week. I'm going, is that the kids for the night? I'm going, was Triple H? Bills Stone Cold Bills. There's no, you know, a weak HPK hink or there that you would, would get me buzzing. But then am I thinking, was it better off without them? I don't think it was. But I don't mean, you know, for f- fucking your man, Farouk, who I'm always going to come, oh, damn, you know. I don't Aye. mean, but you know, you're wanting something. I wanted I wanted somebody to come out. That's when we
2: were playing like rock. Rock and ro- Rock and Robots by bloody dangerous. Danny Davis a few years ago I was like, "What the heck was that shit
3: about?" Well, it just feels as if it was missing. There was nobody like last year. We had Goldberg. I'm still, I was still infatuated with Goldberg. We had Taker. Uh, you understood that there was nobody else because of the pandemic at the time. But I thought they would have flew somebody in. I don't know, I'm like Mankind. Wait, come on, he's here. It's WrestleMania. I yeah, the crowd. There was nothing like that. And I, but I think you're right. Is, but is that what they're he- trying to do? They're trying to create the own... Uh, maybe, i think they
2: are i mean been- we're getting
3: older remember well we are getting older i mean i mean
2: what was it wrestlemania 31 nwo coming out in the sting triple h match i marked it pray
3: for that. Now, that it's funny mate because i watched that on sunday to G myself up for mania and i loved that but do you know that, what that's they ruined that they ruined that in terms of they ruined that by having the fucking 300th show come out you know and and it's not the same. They, 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 spoil it. You know, I mean, there was only so many times we wanted to see the New Age Outlaws come back. Only so many times we wanted to see Nash come out. It's, it doesn't mean anything now. Did you see nick of them backstage?
2: That's why Austin's so good because it's every few years. Yes, you know, it's, it's you know, less is more. I mean, how many fucking times are you going to see X Pack on a Legends reunion show? <laughs> <We> still, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
3: just there's, there's just a lack of Hall of Famer X two time.
1: There's just a lack of. Um, There's just a lack of innovation. I kind of feel like you're there now. I was thinking that when I was watching the Hall of Fame thing, right? And I know the Hall of Fame thing is like, it's a shoot, right? But Mm -hmm. still, back in the day, by this time, somebody at a Hall of Fame, like, fucking big sexy with a fucking powerbombed... you know, he would have fucking power bomb somebody through that stage while it was happening and everybody in shock that something had kicked off at the Hall of Fame. Fucking, they must on in they're waving is
2: as the, as the, as the worst
1: thing at oh, WrestleMania. That happened, it's,
2: that it's, happened it's, in 2019 with some random attack, Bret Hart.
1: Oh, that's right. Craig, he's a question. Have you got any questions for us or anything? We need to...
2: Yeah. What match made you, uh, really made you as a wrestling fan?
3: Uh, for... for um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Cactus Jack, Triple H, Royal Rumble 2000. Remember I was older, I was, I'm was i younger than you, so I was mm-hmm. 11, 12 at the time. And that's when I really went, this is tremendous.
1: I think for me it was, uh, I think for me it was probably Hitman... And but I'm, I mean I was a wrestling fan before this, but the one that really the one that really made me feel like oh my god this is just the best thing in the world was probably Hitman and Mr Perfect Summer Slam
2: '91. What about you? Um, first wrestling VHS tape I got because I got into wrestling. We moved up to Aberdeen and we were collecting those WWF classic trading cards, but everyone was doing it, so I started doing it and then got this um, Best of Saturday Night's main event and it was. Hulk Hogan against Big Boss Man at a Steel Cage and Hogan Superplex Boss Man off the cage. It
3: was John Green. Were you,
0: were you in class like,
2: Classic
0: School? Wow. Well. <laughs> I, I, I remember, like, because I, I, you got all the tapes. Like, was, I remember having that tape. I remember there was one called Fans Favorites, which I remember. Yeah. Like, SummerSlam 88, I think, was my first tape. And that the one that I got into, and was it, was it 88 when Ultimate Warrior just runs down, yeah. and batters the Honky Tonk Man? Uh, and pins them like in the quickest time possible. I thought that's fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> my, my memory of the tapes is that the plastic was clear plastic. Aye. Do you remember this? It was yeah. like clear plastic.
2: Clear plastic in the liner.
1: Aye, ah, yeah, aye. And then the liner. So I,
2: used, yeah. I used to go down to my grand's for um, summer holidays in Cambridge and it'd just be like tapping a pound off for every three hours, and after I log the video shops and just like chronologically watching every WWF per view. And you know, if you were like, if you just watched SummerSlam '89 and Survivor Series 89 was taken out, They'd fuck, I've got to skip over to round <laughs> 90.
1: But, but this is a thing, though, is it? Do you think this affects maybe yeah. look at some stuff as well? Because, like, you only see an Adam Cole on any of the tapes. You only see somebody no. that looked like Adam Cole on any of the tapes unless yeah. he was, like, getting flung about by keem or something. Do you know what I mean? He's like, it just wouldn't be
2: there. The, the, other, the other thing you've got is, and, you know, it's, it's just, I've started um, developing a blog site, but I'm... Shown the same commitment to it as Grado
3: shows to his Twitch account.
2: <laughs> and,
3: <yeah. laughs> Fun enough, mate. Exclusive. I've just downloaded an N64 emulator. I should be back on Twitch very, very shortly. Might change my handle because I'm by with the fucking flight simulator. But
2: and it- see, if you go, see if you go like on a Wikipedia page and then like click a WrestleMania and then count and then go 10 years on. And they count who was on ten years previously. If you go like from seven to seven to seventeen, it's like one. If you go seventeen to twenty-seven, it's five. If you go twenty-seven to thirty-seven, it's ten. It's you know, just seventeen, yeah, gimmick battle royal. But I mean, it's great the guys have got long term employment like the uh, which they never used to have in the eighties and nineties, but you know, I mean, fuck me. Miss Miss for fifteen years. I know, mate. Talking mate, remember I'm handle. He's a solid hand, let me tell you. Oh, absolutely, I, and, he, uh, and he's and he's mainstream now, so you can't fault it. But
3: you
1: know, Craig, listen, thanks so much for coming on. It was chat. nice to have a chat with somebody
3: that's got a brain in their head. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which famous graffiti artist comes from Bristol? Banksy. Hi, that's You're
2: right. There you go. That's a chase <laughs> one. As soon as they say graffiti artist, Banksy. All right. Well, with, hold on. Just one more. Just which just right.
3: mammal? A bat. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Just one more time then, right? <laughs> And In 2020, McFly reunited and released a new album. Name the four band members. Gradle. I'm
2: 40. <laughs> <laughs> you got him.
0: I reckon, like, I like, is it Doogie? Uh,
2: Harry? Yeah. Uh-huh. Charlie?
3: Was that Charlie? No, nah. that was busted. That was busted.
0: Doogie, Harry. Oh, fuck. What are they?
3: Oh, I'm done. Danny and Tom. Danny. One's a
1: radio guy. It's his job to know this stuff. Aye. He knows all this kind of pal. He's probably interviewed them all.
0: He probably has. Have I? Well, I didn't interview him. It was that, say,
1: okay. well, he produced an interview. I interview. Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, yesterday. Did you? Oh, I heard that,
1: uh, Or oh,
3: just Tommy? I just told me, okay.
1: That's no way, wait, 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 mate.
3: First, so, I know well, first question. That's just a drummer. First question was, uh you're still pousing on like the panel. <laughs> What'd they say? <laughs> I mean, yes, uh-huh. I mean, oh, my, my, Tom's, uh, what'd you call him again? Matt, one of my favourite, oh, he's one of my best mates, and all I mean, I've not spoke to him since 2016, and i are you right? You fucking don't like him, it's quite obvious, but anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: And when those me on, on
3: fire, on fire. Baby. <laughs> Sweet. Little Mystery and mm-hmm. Little mystery.
2: <laughs> Manny, cry. Cry, cry,
1: cry. You know that uh, Marty Pello was doing a wee thing during the lockdown where it's like his fans would request a song and they'd be like I... Okay, this one's for a uh, Kathy out there. She's requested uh, a wee number. Uh, so this is a wee old classic for her. Uh, the very thought of you and all the things you do.
3: It's beautiful, mate. Every one of their posts, if you look, look for a woman called Elaine McMillan. That's my sister. And in every post, she writes, "Hi, I'm Gredo's brother." <laughs> Credo's <Can I> read- <laughs> brother. <laughs> Gredo's sister. Sorry. <laughs> hi, <I'm- laughs> hi. Uh, uh, can I request a song? You might know Ur Graham. <laughs> but I, guess Gredo. I was going. Stop fucking writing that under his. Jen,
1: Jen, up. Um, my my wife when she was a real lassie, um, Marty Pillow was about all the time because he was pals way. Um, he used to come up to Jen's granny's house all the time. <laughs> so, aye, that was Mark. When I first met, when I first met Jen, when I was first going out, she used to sometimes go at to me. Um, I and my my uncle's pal Mark was blah blah blah, and then she would oh. just say that, and then oh. later on. It turned out uh, it was Marty Pelo. I was like, "Why would you not man. say The first time you told me that story, it was Marty Pelo.
3: That's funny. I that's like funny. that shit. So there you go.
1: Right, yeah. all right, Craig. Thanks so much for coming on. It was good to uh, catch up with you, and all the best hey, to you and a the weekend. And I hope uh, as the, the things relax, you get to see some family and stuff like that this weekend. <laughs>
3: Pleasure.
2: Stay safe, gents.
3: See you later, Craig. Mate. Take, yeah, care, Craig. Take care, bye. Take care. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye. You just made the list.
1: It's time for the list of wrestling daft, and let's get right in here. Let's get right in here. What won the vote was a top three matches of WrestleMania, and I'll I'll do my top three matches right right off the top of my head. I have to say, number three for me was uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Hmm. I thought it was a a great match. I don't think Seth Rollins had a bad WrestleMania, has ever had a bad WrestleMania. If he calls himself Mr. WrestleMania, I'm happy with that because he's gave us some amazing moments. Uh, and I just thought that was genuinely, that was a ne bullshit, genuine, organic, the crowd behind Cesaro. Uh, and he also did a burst out greeting at the end, of it, which is a, a tonic. Uh, number two, <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which I just thought was um. They guys they
3: guys are just They know what they're doing. Oh my god. They I know mean what they, they're doing they're They, they probably they spent they probably spent they probably spent five minutes coming up with that match because they're so used to each other and they know what they're doing. They would have had that up their sleeve, mate. And they bother us.
1: But everything everything that happened in that ring when they two guys were in there was beautiful to look they're at. So slick. Beautiful to look at. And and, and you know, so you know, everything had such a great impact. And and you look at Sami Zayn and his performance of that character is brilliant.
3: He's I brilliant, Rob. I've oh, never saw that God. before. See the build-up video? I, I was pushing myself. I thought, what a character. This is brilliant. He's the best bad guy out. That's a gimmick. Guy. That He's is a,
1: a, gimmick. Guy. a gimmick. That's a gimmick. And he, he he plays it beautifully. And Kevin Owens is just... when I mean, you talk about just a guy who's just like a fan favourite, <laughs> but, but who also can go out there and, and you know, and he can deliver. And he's a, good, he's a good size and a good shape. And even getting is the kind of stone-cold style go-home on it, it's fucking beautiful. I, I loved it. Loved that match. But my number one, actually, I think all things considered, has got to be, uh, has got to be the main event of night too, I think. It's got to be the, the Roman Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan one because it was a good old-fashioned WrestleMania main event, by which I mean... It didn't go anything like anybody expected it to go in terms of how the crowd reacted to it. Edge was actually over as fuck, right? Daniel Bryan actually didn't get a great reaction for the crowd, which was interesting. And I loved the finish. I loved I loved a good, strong finish with Roman Reigns walking away um, dominant uh, because he's the best thing they've got going to now in the oh, WWE. Is that Roman Reigns' character is the best thing they've got going to
3: percent man. But the floors on his neck and all that—it's brilliant. I love he's it. Le- he's Everything. legitimate.
1: But he, he looks like he's—he's he's gorgeous. He looks like a guy who'd kill you. Um, and <laughs> it, it was the—it was the right decision. And you know, and and Joy I wasn't the best, but it was not the best WrestleMania.
3: Again, that could see the commentary talking about the uh, talking about Roman Reigns. It gives you the book. It's I hate all this. As soon as you wonder what was it, when will people start noticing? That he is the head of the table. And people need to find out he's the head of the table. Shut up. It was annoying me. It really was. See with Michael Cole. He's dead man nothing. See no de- You know, do you know what I think he's feared to put over moves that are not quite as well used in WWE. He like said, like Death Valley Driver. I don't think he would ever turn around and go, Death Valley Driver, he get somebody else to say it. It's 72 feet. too feared. Aye. He's a, a worst commentator. Beat her in the box. Everything is fucking... Nicknamed and like that. This box-like structure, it's a fucking box. Oh, all that. I that—I can't go to that, man.
1: Jim Ross, if he had been commentating on that match back in his prime, mm. would have been just talking about how much he a bastard fucking Roman Reigns is. Mm. He wouldn't have been like hitting out with all that stupid head-of-the-table pattern and all that. He would have just been talking about how this guy is fucking nae good, he's a piece of shit. He's a bu- you know what I mean? It's right. like you would have been selling him as a fucking monster heel, anyway. So that's let's see what upon us. Like. Stephen says there was plenty, but a standout for me was Bianca Belair carrying Sasha Banks up the steps with a gorilla press, a star-making moment performance for the well-deserved new champ. Dan's favourite bit was the start of the Bianca and Sasha match, where the emotions took over in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Come on! Listen, what I mean? What is this thing? Do you think they're told to do this? Do you think? No. They're- do you think they're told
3: to do this, like... Listen. Listen. It's because they're all fucking marks. Every fucking single one of them. Stunning on the stage, greeting because there's crowd. Tweeting The Rock. I'm wearing The Rock's pair of socks today to WrestleMania. I'm wearing this. I'm wearing that. I've always... I was grew up watching Molly Holly. She done great. did did No, I'm, I'm not... This, this is not just the women. It sounds like... But it's fucking... the marks. And Mark's a full lot of them.
1: See, see when Brock Lesnar's in there, right?
3: I'm wearing your t-shirt today.
1: I get the sense when I watch Brock Lesnar on the WWE ring that he's kind of like, I fucking don't even need to be here. I don't even need to fucking be here. I don't even know like, I can't really be bored. You know what I mean? And I would rather have that than have these people being like, I can't believe I'm at WrestleMania. I can't believe I'm at WrestleMania. Oh man. And see cause because see, here's what happens. See when somebody goes. I can't believe I'm at WrestleMania. Me sitting watching it, I think to myself, I can't fucking believe you're at WrestleMania either.
3: Acting like that, you're fucking idiot, mate. I acted like that backstage when it fucking Slamiversary, man. I got. A mate, act backstage. Act
1: like it backstage. You can greet as much as you want backstage, I know. but don't go out front and fucking act like <laughs> act like you're lucky to be there. What wrestler do you want to watch who's acting like they're lucky to
3: be there? You know what I mean at Chris Jericho I've got a Chris Jericho mention on my suitcase and I'm taking it to Wrestlemania I'm wearing this today look at me retweet me I'm doing well I'm a fan
1: it's, it's ridiculous Jim Ross used to say talk about uh, Mick Foley um, being Mrs Foley's baby boy right or that part of, right but nowadays it's almost like your wrestlers are out there doing that for themselves now they're kind of out there going oh it's like i'm a great daughter of someone my dad will be proud i'm a great son i'm so lucky to be here i shouldn't be here yeah it's embarrassing i've had enough of it Hi. the fans i can't believe the fans of the wwe universe is back <laughs>
2: The universe is back. Fucking
1: get a grip,
0: <laughs>
1: You shouldn't care less. You should just be saying, Vince, you fucking mad old bastard, pie me and let me get the fuck out of
3: here away from these fucking fans. It's not about this thing, mate. That's what I'm saying. It's not like that anymore. There's no more Hardy cunts left. There's no more Hardy. You imagine Billy Gunn standing at the tap the and the crowd's been for a year and gone. And get emotional, big hardy bastard Come on, he well, wants it's... paid He wants paid, he wants to go and wrestle And de fuck all, take as less bumps as possible And get fucking paid Everybody wants to be I've done this today Look at the views on my YouTube channel
1: I would be embarrassed Being out at Wrestlemania Greeting in the ring Knowing that fucking big sexy Kevin Nash is backstage You know what I mean? By the way, the guy who is you know,
3: like, Scott Hulse in better days, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck.
1: But listen, big, sexy Kevin Nash in the back, watching all these people out there being greeting and being so thankful and I grateful mean? for being there. He'd be like, fucking come on now. He wasn't thankful or grateful for a fucking minute yet. That guy was just out there as a businessman mm-hmm. doing his fucking work. And, and because of that, he looked like a big, fucking dominant, big, fucking cool dude. That's what you do. That's what you do. It's 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 not acceptable to me. It's not acceptable to me that that kind of stuff. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I know, Golden Lapolo says, uh, "Going too hard in here." No, Golden Lapolo's favorite moment was Bad Bunny's Canadian Destroyer. Oh, fuck off, right? Fuck Tommy, Tommy BTD says Sasha getting whipped by a ponytail. Sam's picking only one. Banks versus Beller. taking out the historical context, which is so important for so many. Uh, the match just ruled. One of my top ten of year Hold on
3: it's just mental that folk are, are taking away for that Wrestlemania that some did, somebody did a Canadian Destroyer somebody did a Canadian Destroyer my fucking Uncle Jimmy could get up the Canadian Destroyer to his postman if they took fucking 10 minutes out to go to it in the front garden well he, says, that.
1: well he says Wrestlemania highlight for me was Logan Paul eating a stunner took it like a
3: champ Alexander. to be fair that was handled right it was like you could tell they've, got, they've went we're you mate but we're, you're getting a doing it at the end of it. so fair play to that
1: Yep, Alexander McClellan's WrestleMania highlight was Hogan coming at dressed like pirate and getting booed the fuck. Re- the to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran says wrestlers high five. the crowd...
3: sketch trainers one, man.
1: Kieran says wrestlers high in the crowd on the white of the ring for getting COVID exists. Oh, yeah. And Jamie says his favourite bit was Big Roman smashing an old bloke and a happy nerd. Which is exactly what we, what we wanted to see. Right, I just... <sighs> I, it's been a t te- it's a te- it's a terrible
3: WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought I liked it, have- <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We have just added lots and lots and lots of more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling Daft. Listen to this. There's two bonus episodes that are up there. There's the WrestleMania preview from the marks, and there's Grado's WrestleMania memories. I've basically sat through other WrestleMania's that I've watched since I was 12 year old and I've given you a wee bit of experience. Some have been there, some have been involved. Well not involved for fucking saying, but in the weekend and stuff like that. It's, it's a good week and I, it was only maybe half an hour long. We spent two hours on it. We've got uh, we've got Mayor, we've got Mayor soon coming up. Uh mm. thanks to everybody that joined the stream. Johnny, you get steaming, he fell asleep, snoring. John showed me the footage. Hilarious. Uh, we're gonna have more soon, and the best way to get involved is sign up to the Patreon. It's easy. There's a couple of tiers. it's easy, easy to work out. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling Daft. Hundreds of extra content coming up there. Uh, And if you fancy becoming one of our patrons, sign up now. Uh, We'd love to welcome you to the roster. That's patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft.
1: Time now for another wrestling daft road story. Uh, You send us your story and we act them out as if we're wrestlers on the way back for a show. So let's get in this car and get it started. Mm. I oh, know we were wrestling, we were at WrestleMania, we were wrestling, mate. We were, we were at a was. Uh, I was a. Uh, everybody thought that I was a fiend out there, mate, but I was actually me. I was dressed aye. up as a fiend. I was in the
3: boat.
1: You could tell for the tattoos, the tattoos weren't quite right, so that was how you could tell that it wasn't was him, it was me. So it was a good
3: payoff? Aye, aye. If I tell you that I'm a carpet and vinyl fitter about Glasgow, the best. No, is that, is that what you do on the side, aye? Well, I work for. Um, kieran smith carpet and vinyl fitting it's on facebook and instagram cheap plug um did tell you about ridiculous, right i went to this guy just a couple of weeks ago right Nice no, fitting fitting a wee bathroom vinyl right Ridiculous. so i chat the door guy comes to the living room and they gain it two minutes mate two minutes two minutes right So like let just get on here so we're waiting for a good five minutes right and adventure appears at the door and he, he says, er, what in big man? So, get in, right? halfway yeah. Off I up the stairs. I'm no joking, right? The biggest waft of shite hits my snip, Right? Mm-hmm. So I get to the bog door. Unbearable, right? And I'm like I turn to the guy and ask if he's at the wind up. I'm like that. He's on, and he shrugs his shoulders, and he's just saying <laughs> to me, he's like, just gone, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, mate, I've chapped your door. You've told me two minutes, you've ran up the stair, you've passed your toilet with job in and you've to just just <laughs> let me in and fit vinyl. And, and that smelly toilet. toilet? and that smelly toilet. I mean, Rab surely thought surely I could have waited till I was done. So I tell him I says look there's no chance I'm hanging out this smelly toilet to fit this flaring right so I walked down the stairs and I started heading to head the van I'm, and ah, I'm out here and he shout come on to fuck me it's just a bit of shite you they shites or not? <laughs> so I couldn't hold in my laughs. So I tell him I'd be back tomorrow the next day I can't me on i the door saying back in 15 I'm doing that shit <laughs> 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 absolutely done me some buzz stuff. Smith <laughs> sweet, I like that that was a good wee one that
1: was a good wee one that was me I like it do you have a wrestling daft road story out there by the way it doesn't have to be anything the day with wrestling just a funny story about your life old poppers throw us a DM on Twitter at wrestling daft or on the Facebook page <laughs> So, Grado, there we go. That was another fantastic episode of Wrestling Daft. And we'd like to apologise to anybody if we were too much of a rant. This, uh,
3: but we, we, look, we're wrestling fans, aren't we, Grado? We're glad. Look, look, we're glad. It was good. It was good to see the crowd back. Things are there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We just look like a wee bit more for it.
1: No, listen, it was a, I don't care what anybody says. It was a bad WrestleMania. You know? oh, um, we we came out of last year's Wrestlemania and there was some really really positive moments for that there was some really kind of creative innovative that was a WWE against a war last year they were against a war and they had to come up with some stuff
3: we were backing them
1: up last year aye
3: well uh, fair dues, man you nice to cram this in we get it man we get it you of pan your cunts in it's a pandemic fair dues, but you still for a year to go at that, right? what are we doing when the crowd comes back you know what I mean for a start, look could it rain at this place we're planning on doing it I it, could fucking rain right enough, man. It could be mega storms, electrical storms, and, you know, it could cause a... Butter. Let's no date in Florida, man. Let's date in fucking... Let's date in LA. Let's date in LA, then. We'll just fly out to LA. We'll date next, year, next year, it's in Texas, right? It's in Texas.
1: So they've got a chance next year to to make some changes. If it's in Texas, if it's in a home of the rattlesnake, um, we... We are expecting something special next year. And they now have a year to build up some serious storylines. The WWE is in a decent shape here. They've got a great main event heel there. Maybe the best main event heel they've had in years and years and years. Right? Uh, they currently have another champion who I think, I don't buy it. That's not a long-term champ. I don't, I'm no fond for it.
3: Um, who? Here's a question. Who are we what are we predicting the two main events to be next year? Could it be Roman and no could it be Roman it Drew? Be? Roman Drew's a shout, mate. Roman Drew's a shout. Um Cena might be back next year. I mean I'd love to see fucking Cena and Drew. I mean how much did we miss Cena? We missed Cena, mate. Yeah. I don't care what you say. We missed Cena. We missed him. There was no John Cena, there was no Triple H, wasn't there? Was no... I mean Roman Rock is the one that uh, you'll never get the rock back, but Roman Rock's rock- by, mate. He's dafty. I know, That's he's gotta be the next fucking up. president, never mind wrestling. <laughs> I mean can you imagine Roman He's Roman too busy rock- replying to NXT folk on Twitter? I mean we know Roman Thanks Rock. Thanks for wearing my socks.
1: We know Roman Rock would blow the roof off. Um, that would
0: be that would be the biggest main event in WrestleMania history, I think. <laughs> I know. Seriously, I think Roman, the Rock, the way he is now, bigger than rock Hogan. Roman Hogan. versus Roman reigns are such a brilliant fucking story to tell. There, you know, the Rock come back. So you know, the fucking head of the table power.
3: You get back and fucking you're right, John. Up. You affronted me, Royal yeah. Rumble. You mortified me.
1: Listen, I genuinely think everything needs changed, and uh, you know, uh, you know. I prefer the two-night WrestleMania to the one-night, I don't. five-hour-long WrestleMania. But yeah. there should be one WrestleMania that is four hours long. There should be like one WrestleMania that is four hours max. That should be it. Everybody doesn't need to be on that card. A lot of the people who were on that WrestleMania, who were their two nights, I'm sorry to say this, have no right being on a WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Some of, the, some of the wrestlers that were on that WrestleMania card should not be on a WrestleMania. Uh, and we'd never get near a WrestleMania back in the day. And I just think we should be getting back to one night, one WrestleMania, one killed. And honestly, it's time for fucking one champion again. See this two heavyweight champions. See if there was only Roman Reigns as the champion now. And there was just a, a sense of fucking direction and there was a sense of purpose. Instead of this, everybody's a champion. 10 fucking champions. I just don't, I don't buy it. I don't think they need it. And if everybody's talking about how, you know, they don't even need to fucking do anything anymore. They don't need to book. They don't, you know, they don't need to do anything. They don't need to hotshot anything or bring anybody in. Well, if they don't, if they've got any pressure on them in that sense, then they should write the ship by going, we've got one men's champ. We've got one fucking woman's champ. We've got an intercontinental champion. We've got a tag champion. Any of this fucking Smackdown champion, raw champion, fucking forget that. We don't need it. We we don't need it. I'm not convinced we ever fucking needed it. To be honest, I think we'll just get used to it. G's won WrestleMania next year with one champion. geese is a real is a real fucking main event for a change instead of all these fucking deadbeats. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wrestling Daft. I uh, say. A listener of the week. Uh, it's the, the we, guy
3: that was talking about?
1: Are uh, you happy to get to uh, what's his name? Let's see. Let's, let's remember, Steve Stoner. Steve Stoner, you're the man, mate. Steve Stoner, you're the man, Grado. Thanks for enduring my ranting about there. Um, Sorry. Uh, Mine for more content. You get the video version of the show, get on board. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. I owe you a WrestleMania review there, but I'll not be doing that. I'll be doing something different. And Steve, I can't talk about that WrestleMania. And why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Up the road. It's your cell,
0: oh Audio. Frontier.